the science of astrology should be used for empowering you and the only means I know of where it can be truly empowering is when you know your dominant drives. So we should start doing the case studies of same type of ascendants but with completely different kind of approaches to things so that we understand this a little better. Number one, what are the rules? We'll in this case studies take the ascendant angle, the cusp of the ascendant and the planet or the point nearest to it which becomes the first dominating principle. Second, we shall take the nakshatra house placement with the pada in it. Third, we shall take the dominant pada in the whole chart. And fourth, we shall take the dominant element in the chart. We are just using this four criteria and doing it with respect to case studies one by one so that we understand what these kinds of things might lead to this kind of analysis might lead to because this is important to do in case studies if you want to get more and more clearer picture of what the dominant drive is and how empowering it can be to the individual first let's take the case study of a lady mrs a her ascendant as you can see is at 17 degrees of ardra nakshatra in gemini so she's a gemini ascendant and the one dominant nearest point cusp of the ascendant is Rahu or the north node of the moon which is also at 17.26 degrees of Ardra in the fourth pada. Ascendant is in fourth pada as well as the cusp of the ascendant the nearest one Rahu also is in fourth pada as you can see. Now Rahu does not have any energy of its own other than to amplify the dispositor or the planet zodiac sign ruling it. So Gemini is ruled by Mercury. So the Mercury is in 19 degrees placement in Hasta in third Pada. I want you to start looking at the way I'm thinking here. Okay. So what this means, this person has a dominant Rahu playing in the chart and it will amplify the qualities of Mercury. Okay. Now we go to the Padas. So Ardra Nakshatra, first of all, Ascendant is in Ardra and Rahu is also in Ardra. So when there are more uh, planets or points focused in one Nakshatra, like I said before in the earlier videos, the dominant theme starts playing off that Nakshatra. That's the importance of it. <clears throat> so what's the energy of Ardra Nakshatra? Transformation. And in the third in the fourth pada, it goes into moksha sign. So air becoming water, Gemini going into Pisces in the Navamsha. Now air and water do not typically mix very well. Air and fire go well. Earth and water go well. Air and fire is kind of a transformation looking in life. And in the fourth pada, emotions connected to intellect and artistic comforts as you can see there need for freedom to break away from monotony non-traditional free-spirited to the max kind of people okay this is what it leads to ardra this is the drive of ketan rahu in this particular case now we also have to see Hasta because Mercury, the dispositor of Rahu, is placed in Hasta and in the third Pada, which is Kama or desire. So the desire of this will be Virgo going into Gemini in the third one, as you can see there in Hasta. 
So in third one, what will it do? It will seek to become great speakers, communicators, wants action, good with finances. They can be authors and writers. Okay. Now writers can be more predominant in this personality. Why? Now we go to the element part. You can see in the element, the air is the most dominant, next followed by fire. Right? Although it is seeking different elementals within the nakshatras, we can see the dominant element in the chart is air. So this person is a thinker by nature. She translates everything into a superior intellectual form. Mercury is about intelligence. Mercury is about communication, intellect, intellectual knowledge, logic, reasoning, that kind of a thing. And air is very strongly indicated in her chart also. So she would make a very good speaker, communicator, writer and one who writes in the, in the style of needing to break freedom, always about individuality. Ardra is about individuality. Rahu is about claiming your individual spirit, free-spirited creatures. So this is about Mrs. A. Now let's take the next one. Now let's take the case study of Mrs. D. Her ascendant is also in Gemini. Okay, ascendant is at 25 degrees 37 minutes in Punarvasu in the second pada. So, what does that give us? If you can see Punarvasu in the second pada is of Artha, getting the means to do something materialistic, and it is going from Gemini in the natal to Taurus in Navamsha. So, the energy of Punarvasu is winning the second time. First time failure, second time winning, reinventing oneself through life. They can be nurturing people, they can be burdened by beauty. Now, in the second pada, what it will do? It is more business-minded, it is profit-oriented, it is seeking grounding. It can be argumentative and materialistic in the second pada because it's going into Taurus, which is more of a stubborn sign. Taurian people are stubborn. The legendary stubbornness of Taurus, that plays out, right? That's Punarvasu. Now the moon, the closest one to the cusp of the ascendant, 24 degrees, is in Purva Bhadrapada Nakshatra in the second pada. So what is Purva Bhadrapada Nakshatra? In the second pada, again it is in Artha. That means it's Aquarius going into Taurus. Once again, there is a dominant play of Taurus energy even in the Navamsha. But in Purva Bhadrapada, it becomes success-oriented in accomplishment, as you can see there. They can be emotionally unconventionally intense, especially in Pada 4. Luckily, if you go to the elements and check, there's not much of a fire. There is earth element dominant above average and the most dominant one being air, which is good for Gemini ascendant because they are more ruled by Mercury. Mercury, as you can see there, is in Swati Nakshatra, which is highly individualistic. And both Purva Bhadrapada and Punarvasu provide energy to support that. So this person could be more inclined towards doing some kind of a business entrepreneurship. Mercury in Swati may be entrepreneurship in communication, maybe in social media kind of communication. That's what may be good for her. Right? This is the way we can look at and analyze charts based on just the nakshatra, just the pada and the angles of the cusp of the ascendant like we saw in the previous one. If you don't know what I'm talking about in all of this, visit my previous videos and get to learn those things a little bit.
because now we are moving at a more rapid pace going into more case studies next week we shall take up another ascendant in the meantime take care be safe